0: Live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio.
1: This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago.
0: Now back to more
2: Carmen Yurko, Carmen Yurko.
0: on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
2: A
3: good karma
1: brands radio station.
2: Back to work Wednesday for the Bears at Hallis. Courtney Cronin will join us in one hour with the very latest Bears and Lions in Week 10. We have new rankings in college football. Yurko, we nailed the uh, top five. We don't get a prize or anything for that. And I don't think it was that hard to nail, but we'll discuss it anyway. Well, at
1: least the first four. We got the top five, too. Yeah, we, well, I, I said the first four really wasn't well, easy,
2: but then you added the fifth one. Yeah, we nailed it. And I congratulate We're you. We're all over it. And the wonderful work you did. i getting that fifth team in there. And uh, we have baseball to talk about today because, uh, as Jesse Rogers predicted yesterday with us, the White Sox are going to go, uh, I don't know, maybe cheap is too hard of a word. Uh, maybe too strong of a word. Uh, it may be appropriate. You a euphemism for that? Frugal. Yeah, frugal. Sensible. Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, I
1: think sensible would be uh, complimenting them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, that's not, not a word you're looking for. You're looking for something not. that's either neutral yeah. or that's got a little tinge of negativity
2: uh-huh. to it. Yeah. yeah. Like I wish, you know, because they're supposed to be in a window, even though they missed the playoffs this year. Yeah. They're supposed to be in a window like, hey, maybe go out and spend some money. Maybe. I know they've got a pretty big, sizable payroll yeah. already, but maybe just spend a little bit of money. Maybe see what it does for you.
1: you know? Some of the decisions that Rick Hahn has made has put this club in a very, very difficult mm. situation moving forward. Mm, like yes, has Grand Grandal. Uh, I mean, this is a team that spent close to $200 million, not, uh, $200 million last year. You know that, right? Yeah. When it was all said and done, they are uh-huh. above $200 million. It's just the playoffs. Uh, And as was pointed out to me earlier by the astute staff of Abdallah and Chris Black, Mm -hmm. I believe Chris Black specifically, who said there is no salary cap in baseball.
2: There's not. There's a tax. Yeah. And it can be punitive. There's no cap. You know, because they kind of ding you for draft picks and things like that. You got to spend it. Show it and throw it. Yeah, show it and throw it. That's right. Guess who is going to... Uh, be the second highest paid white sox player as of right now anyway before free agency and I, and I doubt it'll change before free agency yes. the second Who's highest, highest second white sox, sox highest. player white sox player the second highest paid white sox player next year in twenty is, is it gonna be Johan Moncada. It's not Johan Mancata actually. That, that that that's bad and this is even worse. Is it gonna be Tim Anderson? It, no Tim Anderson makes like twelve give
1: million me a, give me a point me to a direction. Pentagon mm. <laughs> if I said Pentagon, would I be right?
2: <laughs> Yasmani right. Grandal. Yasmani yeah. Grandal. Yeah. Pentagon, just, uh, a five sided uh, figure. Good job, your Yes. Lance Lynn will be the highest paid as of right now okay. by about 300 k Well, he was productive last year. He was good. He got good late. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, you know, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle so back. So, yeah, it's Monty Grandal. To Grondel. baseball a little bit later on. The yeah, signing of the Grondel. century by uh, Rick Hahn. Uh, I don't know about that. Is I Rick Hahn
1: still smiling, though? Yeah, uh, yeah. Can we get a report on that? He can, fired on
2: uh, Tony again, I think, can, yesterday. Can
1: Jesse get a meeting with him out in Vegas to find out if... Uh, Rick Hahn is still smiling
2: is there, because that's what I care about. And you're smiling. Come on, Mel. Yeah. Let's hear Mel Torme. The whole world smiles with you. I can't hit the that. The whole no. world. Yeah, I'm terrible. As, long as Rick Hahn's smiling, smiles
1: that's all that matters with to me. You. Boy, they better get off to a good start next year.
2: They better. Who's that? Grefalds? Is that the guy? Pedro Grefald. Yeah, Grifol. Uh I Rick. The two two oh, things boy. that are funny, like they they just certain guys in certain places can't help themselves right now. Uh, Rick Hunt can't help but take some shots at Tony, which I I find sort of amusing. I don't yeah. I don't mind so much. And in Seattle, boy, they they'll throw Russell Wilson under the bus any chance they get. Well, know, Russell made his bed. Uh, he
1: made his bed. It's Russell true. made his bed. Tony they, didn't really make his bed. Tony was, yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf brought Tony in. Yeah,
2: Tony, I mean, Jerry made the yeah. bet. He can lie. Right. Up. So yeah.
1: if you're going to take shots, take shots at your boss. Yeah, yeah. What are you taking shots at Tony for? He's sleeping. He's drooling right now. Hey, he's in what Arizona. Do you think he's doing. Drooling right now? down his lip. What are you getting mad at him for? Yeah, well. All right, that's fair. He's there for I'm two years. I'm not so mad at Tony. Two that's years. true. Two years. Two years. Han sat on his hands when he knew he wasn't the guy. You're very uh, right about that. If, you know I'm,
2: my, my anger is more directed towards Jerry for hiring him yeah. in the first place. You're right. What did Tony do? I yeah. mean, like you know, in Tony's day, he would have handed Rick Han his ass. He just, you know, come on. Tony's pushing eighty, and he's like, Head I can, I Tony. can cash in a couple more times. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Why not? This Pedro guy better be good. He better be. You better be good. I hope because
1: the next guy that leaves is Rh. Yeah. And... Uh, good night. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. If this doesn't work out, yeah, and the White Sox window closes abruptly,
2: <laughs> can you imagine if it closes yeah. with two playoff wins? I told you,
1: your window might already be
2: over. Two, uh, two, uh, when I two say wins, when yeah. I say
1: playoff wins, just that the, doesn't mean a series, two, just games, just two games. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine? Kiss your window goodbye. Holy cow. That's how quick it happens in this world.
2: You see, the White Sox are going like to be in it. They're doing a lottery, too, for the uh, MLB. Yeah. They do it at the the winter meetings next month. But I, and, and the other funny thing is... Uh, what else you got? And, well, like you said, you know, he kind of made his bed. Russell Wilson made his bed in Seattle. They, I'm So I don't know that they're bus-tossing him anymore. They just will take any chance they get... To just ramrod They're like, we don't care. I mean, now the latest is Pete Carroll was on his radio show talking about Gino and the wristband. And again, he's taking shots because Russell wouldn't put on the wristband. And, you know, Pete Carroll's talking about how much smoother it is for Shane Waldron getting the plays in and out. And Gino's comfortable with the wristband on. Didn't we have a wristband gate here like two years ago with Matt Nagy and Nick Foles? Wasn't there? Correct me if I'm wrong, but in 20, was it the COVID year, 2020? Wasn't there a brief? I think there was, guys. Wasn't there a brief an issue? Nick Foles, uh, Matt Nagy wristband thing. Was it thing not getting in time, or what yeah. was, what I was don't going remember. on? What, what? There was something where th- there, there was something with the wristband. I can't remember what it was, but. I don't know. When I was reading the story about Pete Carroll this morning, it made me think wristband again. And we were talking about this here in Chicago a couple of years ago where either Nagy was upset that Foles had it or that or Foles was upset that Nagy was upset that Foles was wearing it. I don't remember the which way it went. But man oh man they like the shots fired across.
3: No, it even, was uh, well, remember it was Monday Night Football against the Rams and Brian Greasy mentioned that Nick Foles told them before the game that a part of the reason the offense doesn't work is because the play calls come in late. They come in late cuz was it cuz he wasn't wearing a wristband? No, I don't think it was wristband related. Oh, was I, think, oh, I think I okay. think what was said the okay. controversy was Greasy said right. on the broadcast a part of the issue with the offense is that the play calls are not getting into the huddle on time, and Foles is the one that told Greasy that in the pregame meeting, which then after the game, we all heard it, and we were like, Hold on. So the problem is Nagy. Nagy's looking at the Denny's menu and he's oh, not giving yeah, the right. play calls with enough yeah. time.
2: Well, the problem is Nagy, period. He doesn't know how to call the plays anyway, and it was taking
3: way too long. That it, was the problem. Remember they had to walk it back? Oh, like they had God. to say they like tried to make it seem as if that wasn't said well, before the game. Uh, that's always the case. You know,
2: anytime you're out on the broadcast, there because...
4: was something to that he said about how uh they do wear a wristband, but I know we're reading it from a ri- Nagy said, I know we're reading it from a wristband. I just I'm struggling with that right now. It just gets you into a hole, and that has to change. Uh, uh, and then see? they're like, we put special. Pl- the wristband is basically for unique plays. Santa Slay. Yeah, there might be mm-hmm. a different yeah. tags that become a little stories of themselves. Blah 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 blah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Philly special. Philly Santa special. Sleigh. Santa Slay. Yeah. So they continue to just destroy Russell Wilson at Seattle? They have to be loving every minute of this. They're six and uh, three. And like teammates love it too. Oh my I god. I mean, any chance Richard Sherman gets to oh. pile on? Good lord. I mean, he is ready. And able. Do you know who the NFC offensive player of the week is? Your Justin name? Fields. It's Justin
1: Fields.
2: Yeah, yeah, baby. AFC
1: offensive player of the week, Joe Mixon.
2: I'm just assuming. Uh, I would assume. I and didn't if even it's see not, it. But and if it's on, not stop. Joe Mixon, what a shame. Well, who could it be? Mahomes. It's got to be Mixon. Well, I, Five I touchdowns, And two over 200 yards. Yeah, it's got to be Joe Mixon. It's got to be it's Mixon. Gotta absolutely.
1: Be Mixon. Yeah, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I heard an astute caller this call uh, this morning. Oh, you did, and oh. say that you know with this three week stretch that maybe. If he has another good week, he'll be the player of the month. I go, your problem is two of those games are in October, two of the games are yeah, in yeah, November. They don't do the months that yeah, way. They don't do it, you know, the, hey, half a month and half a month. They don't do it in four-week increments. <laughs> did hoodie and Cap yeah. catch it? I hope so. I, know, I, got, I, I, I don't know whether they did yeah. or they didn't, but I just like.
2: He'll need well, like three more this month That's a weird thought. Listen, he's good. He's off to a good start for November. Yeah. That's what we can I Positively they him, say wanted him to be
1: the player of a 29-day period, and that doesn't happen. I don't. Yeah, that doesn't. They don't award that one. Who was
2: the Bears' last offensive player of the week? Oh, I don't know if you've got to go back that far. Do you? I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm just wondering. I because uh, I didn't read it anywhere. I didn't. I'm sure someone, uh, one of the reporters, I'm sure, dug up that stat or maybe the Bears even promoted it. When they were promoting uh, on social that Justin had won the award, I just saw the pictures and I, I, bet I saw the honor. Mitch
1: Trubisky' six oh, touchdown maybe. game. Yeah. Maybe it might in twenty eighteen
4: yeah. against this is Tampa. is the only one this year to win it and lose at the same time. Is that right? Yeah, out of all the players, defensive uh, out of anybody, teams, yeah. any player. There's been I read today. There's been fifty four players wow. named so far this year as Players of the Week. He's the only one to win in a losing in effort. in a losing effort. Yeah. He
2: was arguably outside of. Mixon, and like if you want to say Mahomes because it at least came in a winning effort. I mean, Justin was one of the three best offensive players, clearly. I mean, he won the award. He might have been one of the three best players in the NFL on either side of the ball this last week. Honestly, I I don't know that it's a stretch to say that. His legs are just that much of a weapon right now. And even though his passing numbers weren't gaudy, he threw the ball when he had to relatively well. There were some good throws. There were some well, timely throws. Most importantly in the red zone.
1: Yeah. They, well, that's, yeah most I mean, importantly in the red he zone. He cashed but, with six. Right, yeah. Exactly. That's what you need. That's what you have to have. Like, so Justin that's was probably, probably as
2: good as any player in the league this last week. And in it's great to say in the that. red zone, too, yes. It's very nice. It's great to say it. It, it, is, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? Uh, it's very encouraging. I think these last three weeks, even if you want to go back over the last five where the numbers have looked so much better. Remember, over his last five games, you're talking about a quarterback with a quarterback rating now of around 100, Yerk. We're not used to that in these parts. We're no, not. No. Over five game samples. No. You know, we don't see stuff and like that. It very wasn't
1: often. like an artificial beat up on a bad team. And instead of running the ball when you've already scored three touchdowns, or four touchdowns, you artificially try to give the quarterback confidence. Right. These are all legitimate plays in the course of an offense that you were running and your quarterback found who needed to find.
2: He actually did two of those games against what we would say are top ten defenses in the NFL or close to it in well, Dallas, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah,
1: in New England. Uh, yeah, Dallas, we thought, was, was going to be a problem. Sure. D- yeah. yeah. And, you know, the Bears went through Dallas,
2: made a lot of teams
1: look at it and go, oh, maybe it's not that difficult. Maybe, it's not, maybe we're giving them too much respect. Let's just go out there and play.
2: I think Dallas is – that. that's what's so
1: impressive about what he did a couple of weeks ago. The Dolphins were good against the rush, but playing against a quarterback that runs the ball for 178 yards is is the thing that you can never really account for. Never. Because you're doing something you don't normally do. The Dolphins, what, get to play Lamar Jackson once maybe every two years? Have to end up at the same position? You know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, they or deal with Josh Allen a couple times, but jo- you know, even he is not right. quite this, you know, uh, they don't do right. as much design right. stuff for but him right now. It's not something
1: you practice no, every, day. Not every day. Playing the spy and then the spy got caught up in the wash a couple mm-hmm. of times. Yep. It's never easy playing against quarterbacks. So, you know, you might be six against the rush defense. Going against the quarterback is going to run 178 against you, 250 as a team. Yeah, Okay, we'll account for that. And I bet you it's the outlier during the year. Yes. and the Baltimore game was the outlier during the year because the quarterback did all the running in those games.
2: Yes, how far are you taking your excitement and enthusiasm for Justin Fields? That's what we want to know. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I'd say at times we should pump the brakes a little, like Zetterman saying he's already been better than Lamar Jackson. I mean, we should probably pump the brakes on that. I don't think we're at that point yet, but I think it's fair to be excited and exhilarated. And to be eager to actually watch the Bears' offense on a weekly basis—that's nice. So, how far are you taking it right now? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll be right back.
0: Stream ESPN one thousand anytime through the ESPN Chicago app.
2: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. This Chicago's home for sports. ESPN one thousand. Remember to uh, hang with us on Friday. We're going to be out and about. It's a football Friday brought to you by Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey and all the equipment. And we will be on the northwest side of the city, practically in the city, or at Edison Park. We are going to be at Moretti's in Edison Park from noon until 2.30 this coming Friday. So hang with us. Kick off the weekend in style. We'll be out and about. And you can still watch us on Twitch today, tomorrow, and Friday, every time we're out of the studio, just go to twitch.tv, download the app, and search ESPN 1000 Chicago. It's brought to you all this week by the fine folks at DraftKings. Here's what CBS Sports writes about Justin Fields in the latest quarterback ratings. All and right. they have him now in the Whoa. top half of the league. Oh, He's oh, uh, 16 or above. He's 15, Yerk. Nice.
1: Let me hear uh, uh, one? What they Who do you say? think one is? Uh, number one is uh, number one quarterback in the league right now. Number one is.
2: Don't overthink it. You know. Josh Allen. Is. Nope. It's the other guy. It's Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. We don't have to overthink it. Mahomes. And then Josh Allen. And then Josh Allen. Those are the two best. That's it. Okay. Then they have Hurts. They have Geno. Can you believe Geno Smith is fourth? Joe Burrow, five. Lamar Jackson, six. Two of seven. Tom Brady, 8, Justin Herbert, 9, Kirk Cousins, 10. But you were right. They've got Justin Fields at 15. And they write, say hello to the NFL's next best weapon. Fields has gone from an afterthought to spoiler to genuine star in a matter of weeks, taking serious leaps as a sprinting scrambler and passing decision maker. He's really given Chicago reason to tune in. Imagine if his weapons keep improving along with him. Yeah, baby. That's Justin Fields over the last couple of weeks. I like when they write his decision-making as a passer because that's the most important thing. That's what had to get better, and it's starting to get better. You cannot simply be a scrambling quarterback in this league and expect to survive and expect to bring your team to the great heights that everybody wants you to bring them. Can't do it. Will not happen, will never happen. I'm pretty convinced of that, seriously. I know I'm saying never, but I'm pretty convinced Seriously convinced that it will never be possible. There is too much speed in the game. There's too much strength. You are going to get hurt that way. You're going to take years off your life. You're going off your body, your career, I should say. Yes. You are going to do all that in an incredibly physical uh, and violent game played by big, strong, fast dudes. Can't happen. It will not happen. You have to be able to play. From the pocket, when you have the ability to scramble like Lamar Jackson, like Josh Allen, like Patrick Mahomes, like Justin Fields, when you have the ability to cleverly do some design run stuff within a game, then you potentially have a real serious weapon. But Justin still has to get a lot better as a pocket passer. But at the very least, we're seeing it in the last couple of weeks. It is what I wanted to see so badly, and it's starting to happen, and that's what's important, and that's what's encouraging.
1: So the, the things he did struggle with early on was getting back there, standing in the pocket and trying to find the receiver that he needed to go through with the progression. Yes. He'd bring it down. Uh, it took him the longest time to make the decision, um, that sort of thing. That's what you, you've seen. they get down to the red zone. It would bog down. Uh, you know, they, the teams would be covering guys. Uh, it looked dysfunctional when it got toward the goal line. Uh you know, there was indecision in the pocket. And now some of that is kind of it's kind of straightened itself out with experience, yeah. with time, with coaching, with him trusting himself. I think that's an important thing too. Him being able to trust Getsey, him being able to trust himself, you know, what he's seeing is actually there and then go ahead and, and pull in the trigger. Um, you know, there's still some issues there. Yeah. But this version of Justin Fields looks a lot better than the version we saw in the first three weeks. And they were two and one, by the way.
2: They yeah, were two I know. and one. Go figure. They were
1: two and one. Go figure. Okay? But I think it's still a little bit better um, than what we saw. And it, that's great. That's fantastic. It's heading in the right direction. That's all you're ever looking for. You're looking for it to
2: start left yep. and climb higher up the graph. and up the Absolutely. Sylvie's so outside with his new shirt. Yeah. Which is I a say, obvious I'm, shirt, I'm beer a, league a softball player shirt. I love it. Oh.
1: I love that shirt. Listen, back in the day, sixteen inch softball was king in this city.
2: Oh, well, you know what that's a reference to, right? Some guy said that about him. About Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he said that about no, him. Oh, Cap did. You don't remember that? Cap oh, famously yeah, called yeah. Kyle Schwarber a beer league softball player. The guy who hit forty how many home runs did he hit this year? What did Kyle forty nine? Uh, uh right? Well, yeah. I think Kyle Schwarber had
1: 49 home runs. He must have homer- turned Cap down for an interview one day. Is that what happened? I don't know. Is that how you become a beer league softball player? Maybe. You turn somebody down for an interview,
2: and all of a sudden you're the worst player in the world. 46, excuse me. 46, 46. home runs for Kyle Schwarber this year. I wish my White Sox had a beer league yeah. softball player that good. Yeah. So Sylvie was outside taping the, their Instagram video. By the, the way, got that's got, got multiple
1: on. colors on that shirt, too. I like you it. see that? That's yeah. a little bit different. It's got a little red. What's well, I think? Red, what call it. Yeah, but yeah. it's so it's white lettering with the red
2: surrounding it. That's a little more color than I see in a lot of their obvious shirts. I just bought my uh, obvious shirt, Movember, Good Karma brand must uh, uh, shirt too. I just bought it. Oh, I bought it uh, good today. For you. Yes, we got to support Movember. You know, I shaved. I uh, not really like shaved. I just clipped my beard off, and I kept the mustache for like an hour. And I um, got rid of it. But it's just too ridiculous. Yeah. You I, don't like I, it. I, I, I can't do it. You can I, go to go Geo, Gio, my son told me I look like, uh, he goes, well, you look just like Dylan Cease. And I suppose that's a compliment. Yeah. They but were I, handing I, the I, mustaches you know, out that day. I, we're at the game. I got a few important meetings in this next week. Uh, believe it or not, we actually do some meetings every once in a while. We're not just slap, you know, slap. We don't just go, we just don't come on the air. We're watch are not just slap come on slap Johnny's. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we're mostly slap Johnnies, but, um, and I want to use a different term, but high I won't level. use it here. Yeah. I'll say I'll it for unhinged. We've got a few like high level meetings. High level meetings. And I said to myself, I said, self, as I looked in the mirror, I said, you can't go into meetings like this. They're... We're trying to close business around here. You can't. You got uh, to I mean, yeah, you gotta I, step up your game. Like, no, you got to be taken seriously. I know it's November, Yeah, you got to
1: step up your game.
2: It's like, Can't gotta, come
1: in there with a squirrely I, stash. I, I can't do no, it. No. are no. going to work? I can't do it. But the gotta, mustache is like
2: the, you look ridiculous. But the
4: mustache <laughs> is accepted now. We have a- Anthony, one of our Yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. He's wears he yeah. sports a powerful mustache. That thing that
1: thing looks like a dying
4: caterpillar
1: under his nose. I think no, he looks no. great. His, with it. His, his is good.
2: Yeah. It, it suits him. I look like I look goofy. I look too much like. I a, mean, a, honestly, I look too much like he, a cartoon uh, character that, listen, that you guys you always accuse me of looking Anthony like.
4: Anthony
1: looks like a poor man Salvador Dali.
4: If you walk around to various darties here around the city Dardies. on a Saturday or Sunday, yeah. you will see the youth sporting many a mustache. It's a, lot of, it's a
2: big mustache. I know it's a, mustache, a mustache world mustache. now. I know we're living in a mustache world. Go figure. And I'm just a mustache girl. Uh, yeah, well, Abdallah could pull it off just the mustache. Living he looked in like a mustache
1: world. It's, 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 well, there's, well, there's something would, that listen, just doesn't I wanna, fit. I want
4: to be able to get on planes. Like, oh, no, that's,
2: stop, oh, that's stop it's not. I, I nailed not the to, Salvador Dali. that. Oh, not what I nailed it. the Salvador Dali. That is not what Anthony looks like at all. But, <laughs> but so instead, <laughs> I bought my obvious shirt, Movember, Good Karma Brands mustache shirt. Good for today, yes. Where'd that go? Sixty-four dollars. No, it's like thirty, but twenty-five bucks oh, or something. Whatever boy, it is, what I they always are. You. Um What did I see once? Uh Mustache. Who was wearing the mustache ride? <laughs> Which mustache? Mustache rides for a dollar fifty or something. Oh yeah, I love those, that's great. The yeah, mustache ride. Oh yeah. I well, could the keep mustache, mustache for a While you know, and and, and, and some some are up for the
1: old mustache ride. You know, some yeah. are up for it. Some are not. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I want to save the exercise, I think, for redrafting last year's quarterback uh, class until the end of the season. I would because be I think patient. It's I'd be patient. No, seriously, yeah. I think you're right. York. like yeah. the Bears still have eight games. So the teams that have had buys that have nine games left. So right. there's still a pretty big sample size out there waiting like an entire second half yeah. of the season. We can do a redraft of the whole thing. Yeah, but I would like because I I've seen that going around a lot now. Like, oh, Justin Fields would if you did the redraft would be one. I still think Trevor Lawrence would probably even though there's been some ups and downs. Trevor Lawrence would be one. That's why I'd really pump the brakes when yeah. I hear that type of silliness. It'd probably would be two, a little bit but over man, the like, top though. We, we should do that exercise at the end of the year because we will have a bigger sample. Yeah, February. Yes, or, or even January. Come, once oh, the, January, yeah. once the playoffs start, we yeah, got a little bit of start. lull
1: between the games and college Absolutely. basketball. isn't quite hitting what it needs to be, and the Bears, I shouldn't say the Bears, the Bulls are muddling at five hundred, right? and the Blackhawks are still only getting a point a game, which is where they're at right now, point a well, game. Which is a killer, because yeah, what are well, you doing? You were you supposed to tank. You're not tanking, and you're not right. achieving, so what are you doing? Johnny Taves looks the best he's looked in, like, four years, yeah. and, like, what's happening? Well, he's scoring goals. The assists aren't there, but he's scoring goals. <sighs>
2: What is going on? He's on the power play. Johnny Tave skating on skating the power, the power play. play. You see what happened last night. You see Evander Kane got cut in a game on his wrist. They I had to rush him to the hospital. He got up. He fell down in a pile. The uh, Oilers were playing in Tampa, and they got caught up in a scrum. and yeah. uh, Not a scrum. I mean, just did a regular yeah. hockey play up against the boards. He fell, had his arm exposed for a second, yeah. and somebody came over, went to leap over him, and clipped his wrist. And he dropped his gloves immediately, yeah. got up, Pressure. skated to the bench, and they rushed him oh. off quick, and he horizontal had to have emergency surgery yeah, last horizontal,
1: night. Horizontal cut, not that bad. I
2: don't know which it was, but man, that way, it's always scary. It Who in he, the bathtub? Pataglia? Uh, Frankie Pantangeli. Pantangeli, yeah. Yep. Yep. He knew which way to they, they The Romans would draw a warm bath, and they'd slit their wrists. <laughs> but in that, the
1: horizontal cut. Oh, my God. Even though it's terrible, even though you got to get
2: the surgery, oh, even though you got to do it's that. scary.
1: That's a little safer than the other way. It's very, very,
2: uh, very, very scary. Which is uh, the preferred way of the Romans. Yeah, yeah. Back in, in the it, day. But, uh, you know, I was going to say one other thing. Uh, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid's averaging two points a game here. How about that? <laughs> two points a game. Looks like Gretzky. He's unbelievable. Huh? He's unbelievable. Oh, more like Jeremy Jagir or LeBeau, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just incredible. I mean, every night at some he a couple weeks ago when he was here at the United Center, we were on the plane going to Dallas. I watched the read the highlights the next morning. Yeah. He had a hat trick here in Chicago, and I looked, had the first goal was just like, come on, dude! Yeah. You, know, you you should be it's that ridiculous. fast and that strong and have that kind of puck control. And then those hands, he's not right, man. You talk about cheat codes; he's one of them. Um, all right, we'll talk some more Bears in NFL coming up here three one two three three two three seven seven six. Bulls have an interesting matchup tonight, by the way as uh, Zion and the Pels are in town. And I want to pick your brand in a few things about that. They're just a 500 team like the Bulls. But I got a question for you coming up. Courtney Cronin and 30 live at Hallis. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko.
4: On Chicago's home
2: for sports. ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Whiskey U is back next Wednesday, a week from tonight. I'm going to be hanging out in downtown Plainfield, Southwest Burbs. We haven't been that far west yet, so uh, for people who have been asking, when are you bringing a Whiskey U out by us? We're going to be downtown Plainfield at Sovereign, and we're going to be drinking Calumet Farm. The new 10-year is out. Oh, we're drinking 10-year bourbon, and you don't even have to pay. It's free. Tasty. You're going to eat and drink for free and learn about uh, Calumet Farm and the process of making fine bourbon whiskey. Are you kidding me? So don't miss it next Wednesday night, a week from tonight. That is the 16th of November from 630 to 830 at Sovereign right there, downtown Plainfield. And Yurko and I are out about this Friday afternoon for another football Friday, so hang with us at Moretti's in Edison Park. we got some fun stuff coming up for you know, the holidays, we got a bunch of football Fridays still. The day before Thanksgiving, it's one of our favorite shows. Yurko and I are going to be live for, we'll call it a football Wednesday, Yurk. The day before Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. you could see us at the Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. Beautiful. Can't wait for that. You know how much I love it there. Waddle and Sylvia are going to be doing their big end-of-year party. Uh, I think the week before, I'll get the exact date because they're going to do the parody. They're going to unveil the winners, uh, all the finalists, and then pick a winner. right in front of Yurko there. Yeah, When's the date of the party, Adam? It's It's in front of Yurko. Why is it on that side? Yurko Yurko has it. Look to your right. Yurko, look to your right. Yurko. 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 When's the party? Pay
4: attention.
2: When's the party, Yurko? Look to your right. What party? What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, my God. What are we talking about? He doesn't know what we're talking about. Why is that over there? Read this.
1: We'll crown the winner at the Waddle and Sylvia holiday party at Cubar Carm in Darien. It's a great place on December sixteenth. December sixteenth, eighty one oh nine South Mama Cass Avenue.
2: I've been there. That's a great place. They do. They have great live music there on the weekends. I didn't um, put that up there. No, I know. Why is it over there? I <laughs> have no idea. So Q-Bar is going to be the place for the Waddle and Sylvie parody song contest finale. Uh, you can start submitting entries next Friday. We have to craft one, guys. It, there's, you know, there's a lot riding on this. Make Sylvie sure. makes I'm, I'm fun excited. of our effort every year. Uh, I put a lot of time and effort into, <laughs> into those parody songs. He just says that he hates the way I sing. So, so I, the lyrics are good, but cares I sing so he poorly. Thinks?
4: Who cares what he thinks? Yeah, I, well, Listen, I, you can right, write, write it. it. You could be the right. You could be the I'm Jack the Bernie Antonoff. Antonoff and- you could be the well, okay. paperback I, I writer. T- I tried to give a more uh, current reference for people, but who, who go did ahead. you give? Jack Antonoff. Yeah, don't produced, worry, guys. Like, the just keep it Taylor Swift yeah. Mo- yeah. album. Keep, just keep it moving. Jack Antonoff. Yeah, he's a dude yeah. from Fun. Fun. Bleachers.
3: Just he's keep it the moving, guy guys. From fun? He's the guy from fun? Just yeah, he pre- he's produced like the last He's not like, the three... guy from fun. He's a guy from fun. He's a fun. guy from a fun.
4: Guy. He's the guy from Bleachers. Yeah, okay. I like Bleachers, he's actually. He's the guy from Bleachers.
2: Well, I like them. The all the right. glasses, I didn't even yeah. know what his name was, but I like their songs.
4: James Antonoff. He's produced like all, all right. Taylor Swift's last few albums. Okay, so I totally. won't be the
2: Bernie and I will be the James Antonoff. Jack, Antonoff. Jack, same Jack Antonoff. What difference does it make? My point is you could craft
4: it, and I'm sure one of our fine listeners is a singer that just doesn't know about it yet part
2: of the fun is that i do stink at singing that's though. fair Isn't that part of the fun you guys
4: need to do some harmonies Wow! Well, kind of now nah, you're getting carried away I, nah, come on I'm not We're musically inclined enough
2: for harmonies come and, on have you heard my parody I songs i
4: put my pants on one leg at a time but i make gold <laughs> records i don't make
2: gold records i can tell you that what was the parody song i did when we had the whole drawing penises on the car uh thing happening remember when that first got going we had the penises on the car. Yeah, I remember. What, I did a parody song uh, to that. What was it? Um,
1: I don't know. Everybody
2: was. Did I do it? Something to everybody was kung fu fighting, didn't I? I think I did. It's not a holiday song. No, I know. It was just any it's of just my a parody. Parody. Songs. parody. Yeah. Uh, I love getting in and doing a good parody I mean, the song. The first thing it's, that comes to my mind is the twelve penises of Christmas. The tw- Oh, well, that's not bad. That's not bad. Although, thank God, that has subsided. I was getting like it went from being funny to being a little bit much. Like I never once drew on anyone's car, ever. I I was entertained by the shenanigans, and then Meller and was start drawing big penises on my uh, the side of my door. Right. I'm like, what is this? I didn't even on did the passenger anything. side. Yeah, on the passenger. You don't even side. check your
1: passenger side, and the next thing you know, you're riding back to
2: the suburbs with a big donger on there. Yeah, I was like, wait, this is getting a little uncalled That's for. Not no, fun. Then Mellor started putting. Uh, on the tire cap, on, yeah. the, uh, the, air, on the, um, the little, little air nozzles. Little peepees. Yeah, little, little,
1: little peepees. Little, 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 little rubber
2: peepees on that he there. bought online. Yeah. I mean, it was getting carried away for a while. It was getting a tad bit silly. Yesterday, we walked into the parking garage, Yurko and I, after the show, and we saw a big red sticker on Mellor's window. And i was yes. like, now what is this? It's I, like, who's like screwing now we're going to be accused of screwing with who's him. Screwing and with I'm, you know, who's messing with him now? So we walked up and we looked and it was like, a, you are parked in an illegal spot notice. And I was like, oh, boy. yeah, one more so time. So I texted Meller right away. I said, hey, dude, not for nothing, FYI, but you got a oh, sticker. Oh, I saw him yesterday. Oh, oh. He was in one of the ESPN spots. <laughs> yes. I said, dude, you got a sticker on your car. And it's saying like you are parked in a, vi- yeah. you're One violating- more time. This yes. is the last time. Next time you're going to like, get towed. We have recorded your license plate number and you, you know, you will be as your car will be removed from the garage. Yeah. Or- now I was So is it legitimate or no? He doesn't know. He he said it happened the day before, too. And he's a little panicky because he was parked in a different spot because the three ESPN spots were taken. So we have three spots. We don't even know who these spots belong to, but during COVID, we took it upon nobody ourselves was because nobody was here. Like nobody was except us. There was nobody in the loop. There was nobody in this building except content. And the ABC TV people get a special. Like suits. Uh, well, the, the suits stopped coming in during COVID, no. so we started parking in these ESPN spots. We had no idea if it was legal or not, but we we did it anyway.
1: Is, is, is the ESPN sales still up on like ten or eleven? Uh,
2: I I think it's all remote now. I don't okay. think. here. I think it's all done remote. Well,
1: yeah. I, that's what I think. I got you. I got you. Um, don't expect any bravery from them.
2: Oh, it's not. Stop it. No, just go ahead. We can go we can move on you know what does that even mean people like working remote oh, we can move on it's a, and so least effective we started exactly they don't have to pay for parking anymore don't have although we park in spots and so we're paying uh, so we're parking in these spots and we have been for like 2 years and i don't know nobody's ever said anything to us so we just keep doing it but meller said all three spots were taken a couple of days ago so he parked in another spot and then sure enough he came out after the waddle and Sylvia show And he had a big sticker and he thinks now they just recognize the car and they think he's not supposed to be parking there and he's freaking out. So he doesn't. I'm curious to see what happens today. I was also once told by someone in that garage that they just scare you with they're going to tow your vehicle because the trucks can't get in anyway. False. Uh, Is that false? False, because they have
4: their own tow truck that's in there. Oh, they do. They do. I've seen it. I've seen it because I thought about this
2: before. They have a truck that's in there. One time I got a flat tire. pulling. I hit a pothole on lake street once right pulling into our garage right i hit a puddle and i hit it pretty badly and i pulled in and i had a feeling i'm like i'm gonna come out and this thing's gonna be flat sure enough flat i call a tow truck guy has a flatbed he's downstairs he's like dude i can't get he i met him downstairs He goes, i can't get the truck in there and i go this thing is completely like it's on the rim man the, the tire slide he goes just pull it down here he goes don't worry about it and so i had to take the car down like seven floors and it was just chewing up my
1: rim,
3: rim,
2: on the rim,
1: chewing well, the rim up and chewing the tire, yeah, up too, well, the the tire
2: all the way down. But the guy had the flatbed truck and he pulled up he goes, I can't get it in there. And I'm like, all right, I'll pull it down. And he towed it out of here for me. Then once I got it down on the Lake Street. So I didn't realize they had their own like mini little tow truck where I've they can take it cars out of there.
4: Sometimes it's parked when bike right by the exit when oh, you leave. I didn't know so that. on
1: a normal car when they pick that. it up. So you're going to have in the back of a pickup and it just folds out. You hit a button and hydraulically it folds out, right, right, goes right. under the car, and picks it up, and it will take it. Right. I mean, that, that does exist.
2: Hmm. So Mellor's all worried. I wonder if he's rectified the situation. Well, now listen, nobody's ever there. Nobody's there.
1: Nobody's ever there. There's, you go to that office, there's nobody ever in that office.
2: Never. It's not like you're going to get any service whatsoever there. They haven't. Do- they do it. That's another thing they do remotely because they manage a few garages. Yeah. So, I, they, like, if there is a problem, you press a button and somewhere yeah. in a different office, hey, someone. Picks up they're the phone. in Philadelphia. I don't know. They might be. They just figure they're out like, where the car coming yeah, from. I did
4: park there yesterday. There yeah. were two people in the office. Really? Yesterday. Yeah.
2: I haven't seen yeah. anybody in that office. There's, in there's, there were two people in yeah. the office yeah. yesterday. So is yeah. scared. He I wonder where he's going to park today. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: well, if he saw the sticker, he's not going to park there. The saw it first day. The problem with this garage is I don't know if you. I was driving around looking for a spot yesterday because. I don't, I don't want to get towed. They've blocked off a good like the the left side when you go up when you're going right. up and up and up. Why? Because they, they're doing work. I, I, they're repainting the lines or something. Oh my god! Like so how half long the that garage
2: say? isn't isn't uh, in use. And so you're running out of spaces. Yeah. yeah. we I didn't realize you were driving down here. I thought you. No, it was just in, yesterday. Oh, just yesterday. Yeah. I was was just say, yesterday. Normally, you have to take the train. All right, I want to see what Meller does today, if he's going to get towed. Maybe we'll ask him during, if he's worried about getting towed. We, uh, we'll ask him during Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia a little bit later. Courtney Cronin has a Bears update for us coming up at 1 o'clock. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working
1: from home? We're back in the office.
2: Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko.
1: Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
2: Have uh, the Pelicans tonight, Jericho. Both teams are just 500. A lot of people thought maybe the Pels would be a little bit better. I like their team, though, if Zion stays healthy. you rather have the Pels three over the Bulls top three, right? Wouldn't everybody? Would you rather run it Zion down? Run it down. Zion? Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, or Zach, Vooch, and DeRozan? Yeah, I'll take, kind of a I'll take the take The Pels, Pels yeah. are younger. And- a lot of skill there. McCollum's not that young anymore. A lot of bounce curve. A lot of everything. A lot of talent. A lot of skill. Uh, that's an easy would you rather. Now, they're only five and five. Black, you agree? That's an easy would you rather. You'd
3: rather have the Pels three than the Bulls three. Yeah, for the future? Yeah, sure. right? Absolutely.
2: Without, without, without Like without yeah. question.
3: Yeah. I mean, there there is a piece of the pie that could be Zion becomes an all-time great. Yeah. Is it likely? Probably not. Cause I would imagine he's going to keep getting injured, but mm-hmm. there is, if he stays healthy, he's put up numbers to this point when he's been on the court that are like young Shaq numbers. They are, they're crazy. So yeah. And Brandon Ingram, I think is a better player than DeRozan.
2: Well, he's so much younger. Too. Or Zach. There's, there's, I mean, he, he's the uh, best player it, yeah. on,
3: on either team.
2: Uh, he probably is mm. with the Zion component where like, if he just stays on the floor and can navigate full seasons, like, he could be incredibly dominant. There's still not a player in this league. Is there under the age of 23? Like, Luka now is over 23. All right? Jaws, tw- ja, ja, I think, just turned, so he's awfully close. Jaws, 20. Like, there's not a player under 23, let's say, that you'd rather have than Zion Williamson. Is there? Wouldn't you really still rather, like, bank on... His upside. I know you're Who's the, uh, who's
1: like, the uh, young kid that just got in the league from Duke? Paulo Banquero, who that's I it. love.
2: Yes, Cade Paolo. Cunningham is under 23, obviously, and he's phenomenal. I mean, Cade's on. Maybe that's the answer. Somebody would say, no, I'll take Cade Cunningham. Ant-Man, maybe. In Minnesota, eh, maybe. Like him, maybe. Cade, I think, would give Zion a run for his money. But I don't know that there's a player. Zion's only 22 years old. Now, he missed all of last year. There's always going to be a worry with that body, that frame, that like, uh uh-oh, the feet, watch out. If he gets hurt, it could be a problem. But is there a player under the age of 23 in the NBA right now that you'd rather take a chance on? That's what I'd say, like that you'd rather take a chance on than Zion. And the only person I can really think of would be Cade Cunningham. Would you agree with that, Chris? under the age of 23, Cade Cunningham, yeah, I'd still bank on, like, I'd still take a chance on Zion over, I think, anybody else.
3: Yeah, I I mean, Paulo Banchero, I think, will probably have a better career than Zion. You
2: do, all right, wow.
3: I mean, I do like Paulo. I think his skill set is going to last a little longer. Now, that's a good point. I think the Zion thing, I would love for him to give us 10-plus years of all star level basketball. I just—it's hard to imagine that actually happening.
2: Paolo's going to age
3: better, isn't he? Yeah, because of everything yeah, we said. All right, so that's a fair argument. Right? Like, then. Do you remember Kemp at the end? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like Sean Kemp point. in a Cavs jersey. That's like a great for point. some reason that's what I keep envisioning Ooh. Zion in like six seven years. That's a great point, point. <laughs> and that would be terrible because Which that sucks, was really bad. But.
2: And like Paolo probably will age better, and Paolo can. I mean, I love Paulo Bancaro. I, I really do. I didn't, I, I liked him a lot if you were listening through the spring and watching the, uh, and I don't really even pick up college basketball till like February or so. I got to be honest. I just like, who can watch college basketball right now? Unless it's your job or you completely, totally love yeah, it. Like, conference play. I just can't watch it. Come right January, now. you know? Yeah. And, and, and I, really the top contests. So when you get your
3: best team's
1: playing your best team so and
3: the answer that, to your question is going to be Victor Wembanyama well i, I mean, mean he, not he's even going a to be yeah, the one great, that everyone's obsessed with yeah well, he's is
2: the one that i mean you, this time next year yeah we'll probably if yeah. we redid that question you're probably going to say Victor Wembanyama but i love Ben Carroll all through feb and march and i thought he was uh, without question should have been the number 1 pick and i love his skill set his ability to play make, his ability to score uh, his iq seems off the charts on the floor it all seems good, man. I really like it, and he probably will age better. And then what Cunningham is already doing in year two. like You saw a player that was exciting last year. You're seeing a player that's now borderline getting into, like, okay, he's going to be dominant, and he's just 21 years old. I think he just turned 21. Uh, there's a bright future for Kid Cunningham. James is in Gurney on ESPN 1000. What's up, James?
0: Hey, fellas. Good to hear it with you guys get. Hey, I, I just got the DeRozan situation. I get really frustrated watching Bulls basketball at times because of this stagnant... Give the ball to the Rose and watch him dribble. Watch P. Well, watch P. W. Go down in the corner. Everyone stands around. This offense needs to run through I. O. If you sometimes watch the second string come in with Caruso and I. O. They start to move the basketball. The blueprint's right at Golden State, and I understand they're not as talented as them. But this this ball dominant. Watching everybody with the Rosen, I just can't buy it no more. And first of all, it's on Billy too. You need to get P. Will involved early in the game. Run a couple sets. I let him screen. Let him be the screener because I don't know if you guys noticed. Just watch. No, every when it's he has 43 points the other night. Okay, I forget who it was against. And everyone's just standing around. I get so frustrated watching because it it's not Boston basketball. Game.
2: The Boston game.
0: Yeah, the Boston. Just did you see that he just threw it and all. Everyone goes. Levine sits down and puts his hands to his side's watch. P. Will goes down in the corner, and they all just stand around and watch. And it's just like that's on Donovan to say, hey, they need to get a little bit more flow. DeRozan can still find his shots working through the offense. It gets really, really frustrating to see that. And I think its I'm a proponent to see what you can get for DeRozan personally. Easy. I think he's in this offense in its entirety. I like the guy. But in some sense of it, but I just like I can't I get so damn frustrated watching that offense when he does that. He's a really good facilitator, though. I I
2: will say, James, I mean, he's awfully good at sort of uh, finding his spot and knowing when to pass the ball and when to facilitate and when to set guys up. I mean, he's really become an outstanding playmaker. The P. Will thing. I don't know if they have to spoon-feed him a little bit more and get him easy looks or early looks. I don't know what it is. He's just, on most nights, he doesn't seem all that assertive. It's been a little bit better in these last couple games. I made note yesterday that I think he's got 26, was it? I think I said he's got 26 shot attempts in his last two games. And, you know, that's better. There are a lot of nights when, I, you know, you look up and it's like, oh, Patrick Williams played 29 minutes and he was one of four from the floor and he had four rebounds it's like what i don't know there's just too many nights when you don't notice him and not is that on the coaching staff maybe at some point it can't always be on the coaching staff and it's got to be on the player like where are you really getting better I, I don't know i don't i don't know i don't i don't see it on most nights when he's playing i don't there's no assertiveness out of him for the most part so i don't know i mean i don't i don't, I don't know what to spot, make of he will that's
1: a tough spot to have to play Sit and watch in the corner and waiting for the basketball yeah, to come to you. It, it is. And then you really, your only, your only decision to make is if you're wide open, you've got to take the shot. It's like when the wall. Because
2: by the time you get the ball, it, the, the clock's already running down. It's like when the wall was being wasted away under Vinny. Right. That's true. So maybe some of it is on coaching, but. But Miritich became less effective for the Chicago Bulls. That's what they did to him.
1: Yeah. They made him go stand in the corner. Yeah. And when you just make a guy stand in the corner and that's all he can do, the option is take the wide open three. Or they're playing a little bit better defense on you. They come at you, they run, then you get to drive to the basket. That's your two options. Sit in the corner and wait. Mm. And at that point, you're either option three or four.
2: You're never option one in the corner. Uh, uh, Well, no, unless you're running like a break. Unless you're sprinting to a spot on the break. And then that's the
1: only thing Pat Williams with his bigness and athleticism can do is get up and down the court and maybe in the transition game just be more productive
2: just and be the
1: guy that can do it for you. But that, that's a terrible – it's not a fun fun job on a basketball team. Go stand in the corner. Put your thumb in a plum pie. Stand I mean, that's still, Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you going to do there? Oh, boy, I wonder if I'm going to get it. Uh, then when you get it, it's probably a half-ass pass, Skip a uh, skip pass across the court. Praying to the Lord, it makes it all the way across by the time you get it.
2: Yeah. We have, uh, like I said earlier, we have eight Bears games left. And we've got NFL playoffs and stuff like that, which is good, Yerk, because I think the winter sports winter, scene in these yeah, parts. Winter is coming. <laughs> yeah, Not not yeah. that the Bulls are bad, but that the Bulls are just sort of, you know, on most nights they're, they're a watchable team. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes. you could put them on a night like tonight will be good. You know, they're playing the Pels, and I wouldn't be shocked if they won. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. I wouldn't be shocked if they lose their next two and then win two after that, and they'll be eight and eight, and, you know, the – and the beat goes on. They're just sort of like, okay, you know. And, and with the Bears, at least you've got well, the quarterback. The, yeah, exactly. The like Bears, at
1: least you've got the quarterback, and it's the NFL. Yeah. There's something.
2: There's other things
1: mm-hmm. happening besides just the development of the Bears
2: quarterback. When that ends, it's going to be like, yeah, you know, I, I have a feeling the Bulls will be 10-10 and 10 and then 15-15. and 15 And, tw- you know, it's just going to be like this march to 40 or so victories and maybe a spot in the play-in tournament. And, again, they're not unwatchable by any stretch. There are plenty of nights when you can sit down and go, oh, that yeah, was a nice win, fun win. That was good the other night on Monday. Well, look at that, nice win by the Bulls. Look at Zach, good game. DeMar making the right choices and facilitating. And all right, yeah, Iowa's fun to watch. Let's go, Bulls. And then there are other nights when ah. they're just very, like, meh. I don't know. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk to Courtney Cronin. We'll get an update from Halas. Back to work Wednesday as the Bears get ready for the Week 10 matchup against the Lions. A few other NFL big picture things we want to talk about, including Josh Allen's. Elbow. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back.